0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's uh, spin things forward. We've been talking a lot of college hoop, and It's by no accident. The March Madness, the tournament is right around the corner of the NCAA tournament. And with no basketball in the NBA until Thursday, we might as well spend a lot of time breaking down a lot of these teams that maybe you've been busy with football and haven't been able to catch up. Luckily, I have TK. TK Hoops? I don't want a TK. I want something like with a T. TK. I have nothing TKO? with TKO? TK, we'll just go TK Hoops. TK, TK Hoops, Nets. and we got Horvat Hoops. You Horvath both, hoops. you can't both be Hoops.
1: Oh, okay. Well, TK because If, if, Tex, if I, TK was playing, she get techs. Oh, yeah, they called me Little Baby Rashid when little I was Little Baby hoops. Rashid. All right, yeah. so TK
0: Technicals is what we're going to call Tristan to the left of me, and Horvat Hoops over here to the right after Aaron Rodgers um, lost. Uh, he's been Horvat Hoops ever since. And I'm just going to present this question to both of you guys, and whoever wants to take it can take it from the top. But what are some teams that – you are looking to fade in the tournament. A lot of teams have kind of shown their true colors. And You have a large sample size throughout the season. We already talked about this team. Like, uh, let's say uh, Arkansas has been a streaky team uh, as well this year. Nine straight wins. They have a five-game losing streak. Then they come back with another nine straight uh, victory or nine straight Winning streak, excuse me. And then you have teams like, uh, let's say, Auburn, who they were the number two team in the nation at one point, number one. They've also fallen off. Kofi uh, Cockburn in, um, at Illinois. Purdue was crazy at one time. We won some money off of them, lost some money off of them. Any teams that you're just trying to fade in, it doesn't have to be that big of a team either. Maybe some uh, dogs, like I'm looking at Marquette too. Marquette's kind of lost my trust here over the last month and some chains. So what do you guys I think doing for, this tournament? I think for me,
1: number one, it's Ohio State. Like, I just don't trust mm. them ever. Uh, they are a team that historically, not just this year, but even when D'Angelo Russell was playing for them. Like, this is a team. Tristan took it back
0: to the, you know what, not just I hate Ohio State, but when even when D'Lo was there, I just couldn't
1: get a it feel. It was just, you know, it's one of those teams that play really well at home. We saw them beat Duke at home. They're a team that doesn't travel well. They're 4-5 and five against the spread on the road. The big is, as you guys know, all road games, even if they're going to get something that's somewhere close To where they're at, that's something that I'll look at as well in the first round. But like
0: proximity, I
1: think it's night night sleep mask. If they end up far away from their uh, their campus, night night sleep mask. I'm betting I think the buckets are gonna get like kicked out the first round, like booted. Mm. And in terms of covering the number, if they get a big number away, oh, they're definitely not covering that. Even against a team like I don't know, like some of these smaller teams, like even like a Colorado State.
0: Wow. And I will have to agree, like, to a certain extent, I don't know if I'm ready to say I'm going to fade them, but Ohio State has been one of those teams where, you know, they're so talented. Even EJ uh, Little has been phenomenal this year. She's like a
1: roller coaster. But yeah,
0: but too many times they go down in the first half, and you do get those huge moments from EJ because right. they are in the second half, they're down huge, they have to shoot their way back into games. We even saw against uh, Purdue. It was Ivy versus EJ. I mean, Purdue had clear-cut advantage in that entire game. Ohio state was down. They come fighting back. EJ goes crazy from downtown. And then Jaden Ivy is the one who pretty much seals the deal and wins that game at the buzzer. So I don't hate that as
2: well. Ohio state has been so streaky and uh, didn't get better over the weekend. Yeah. For me, like I hate to say Kentucky because like Kentucky is usually a team where they play their best basketball, like the final month of the season. Uh, but Kentucky, like if you look at their quad one games and again, like you look at the strength, of schedule this year, it's one hundred and nine or I'm sorry, it's 19th. So they do play a tough schedule, but they're six and five in those quad one games. Uh, so maybe like a team like Kentucky, I'm not as high on as usual in March, so I wouldn't play any futures and I'm not going to fade them to like not make it out of the first weekend. But I definitely won't be uh, won't be playing them to make the final four or anything like that. And then for me, I'm really high on Kansas. I hate to say that because I hate Bill Self, hate Kansas. Uh the only team in college basketball that I can't stand, but they're really damn good. A team that I've actually been really high on, uh did bet against them last weekend, but Memphis has been playing really good basketball have, ever since Imani Bates no came Memphis. down with that back injury, man. He missed five games and uh they were playing really good basketball. Hmm. Um right now they're up Let the me first- ask you
1: this though. If if Memphis gets Imani Bates back for the tournament, do you fade him?
2: See, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do with them because right now they're projected to be in the first four anyway. So, you know, maybe I, I'm definitely not taking them probably to make it out of the first weekend anyway, regardless. Another team that I want nothing to do with in the tournament. And right now I saw that they were projected as a four seed. I am betting them tonight. Little spoiler alert Alabama as a four seed. I will be uh, picking against yeah, them in that 13 4 matchup, man. They don't play any defense. They're not as good offensively as they were last year. I love Nate Oates. And He's one of my favorite coaches in the country. Yeah, they don't play any defense. Um, all that being said, though, like with them, with Kentucky, like I bring up the strength, the schedule, and in the Big Ten too. It's like, yeah, we could say that about Ohio State, but every game is so tough for them. Yeah. Like every road game in the Big Ten is so tough. Even going to Northwestern is so tough. Duke is a two seed. I'm not I don't know if that I'm betting against Duke like you know, they probably make it to the Sweet 16, but I don't think Duke has a deep run. I think they're very overrated. I think that conference is terrible. The ACC is brutal, so I'll be fading them. And
1: we saw how they play defense. Like, they let guys slide in on the weak side, and then all of a sudden they have to try to rotate over late, and then it's an easy layup. Like, we saw that multiple times. I think they played Baylor. And we're just like, what is going on here?
2: Yeah, yeah. Right now, they're projected to face Liberty in the West as the two seed. So I don't know. I don't know that Liberty's pulling off the upset, but maybe. But if like, they're
1: like a twenty-something point well, favorite, maybe like, not.
2: Like, and look at some of these matchups, man. Like, if LSU takes on Iowa, like that's how crazy you know the Big Ten is. Like, they have right now Wisconsin projected as a three seed taking on USC as a six. They have LSU as a seven taking on Iowa. Like, what if Duke gets Iowa in an early matchup? Ooh, I could see Iowa beating same. them. Uh, especially with all that offensive firepower. And then another team that I want nothing to do with in March or the rest of the season is Texas. I'm done with Texas done. for the rest of the year. Uh, right now they have them projected as a five seed. So I wouldn't want anything to do with them. Um, like or... they're not the
1: 16th best team in the country. That's what SI had them at uh, when we talked about this last night. 16? Ooh, Texas. Yes.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't like Texas. I, I'm actually, yeah. and for some reason I find myself on them every game, but I, I won't be uh, picking them to make a deep run. Uh, Providence? I really like Providence, especially as a four seed. If they mm-hmm. get a 13, if they get Chattanooga, who they have projected right now. And uh, other than that, that's about it for me. Oh, and then UCLA is a four seed. I don't think they're making a run to the final four this year. Yeah, I can't stand UCLA. I'm not going to lie.
0: Like UCLA yeah. is on my radar of a team that when I see them playing, I like they, they move, you know, I don't, I don't typically stay away from many teams. Like, if I, if I like the team and the, if I like the matchup out, I, I don't have many teams in my stay-away. I think I have the shortest stay-away list of all three of us on the show. But when I see UCLA playing, no shot I'm taking UCLA. If anything, I go against that team. Uh, so I like that UCLA play as well. I'm going to go Illinois. Uh, we talked yeah. to Ken about this. And if you missed that podcast or that, that uh, conversation, just go ahead and check it out. Uh, Wherever you listen to your podcast, type in BetMGM Tonight, because we talked about a lot of these things. But Illinois, they have covered – they've covered once in the last five games. Uh, They lost by 16 to Purdue. They beat Northwestern by 7, but they were favored by 10.5. And And then you lose to Rutgers – by 11, and you were a favorite in that game. Now, I know Rutgers has been playing some pretty inspired basketball, but Illinois just cannot be trusted in my eyes. I know Kofi's excellent, but I think they have too many variables uh, on their team to where it's it shouldn't be only if Kofi is locked in and not in foul trouble, then I trust Illinois. Because for a big it's so like Kofi, it's, it's bound to happen, where yeah. every team coming into that matchup, especially when you have the book on him, you're going to say, okay, if we have anybody that's relatively large, let's go and just attack the head of the snake right here because after that, we're going to be fine. Give him two quick ones and he's head to the bench. Or also in that same vein, like if you have a team that like Purdue, which they're extremely tall, you can you can kind of neutralize Kofi's impact. And also, if you're just a smart, aggressive team, I don't think Kofi likes guys getting into him, especially like guards and forwards. But I've seen like guards, forwards, guys who are like six five, six six, or even shorter, just fronting him in the post, just being busy like a little dog that just nips at your ankles all mm-hmm. day long, like just getting after him, and irritating him, and then he like mentally checks out of the game. So I know I was calling him Co- Joe. I was calling him Kofi and Bead like. Less than a month ago, but I think I'm
2: out in Illinois until they're otherwise. It's so streaky, man. It is like, too streaky, and I, I love Trent Frazier. But that's the thing, like, and that's the scary thing, like Trent you, Frazier. You know, also they're knocking can, down their jumpers, yeah. man, and if Kofi's going to go out there and give you the 20, uh, twenty and ten, and the supporting cast, you know, shows up and they hit forty-five percent, fifty percent of their shots that day from three, like they're a really scary team. But they're we've high variance. We've man. seen games where they don't knock down their shots. Kofi gets in foul trouble, or like there's games even where Kofi. You know, obviously plays the opposing center, but they still lose. But, uh, I, yeah, I think, I've been back and forth with Illinois. I don't want to fade them because I love them, but, yeah, I don't know. I think the interesting
1: thing about Kofi, like you said, Q, is when you get all up in his grill, he just makes bad decisions around the rim. Like, you see him, like, almost the pressure or the irritation or the mental side of the game, he ends up, like, just really thinking Throwing the ball hard to the rim to the point where it like you can see it bounce off hard. He's got no touch or feel around the rim when they when they get into his body or he gets into foul trouble. He gets into his own head. Same thing happens when when he's like shooting free throws as well.
0: You know who I kind of feel that way about is what like I feel like that with Kofi and EJ at at Ohio State. um, Watched them over the weekend. Who did Ohio State just play? um... Oh my gosh! It was I want to say Maryland, but it wasn't Maryland. Was it? Indiana, they beat last night. Unfortunately, over the Uh, so Saturday, or I think it was Saturday they played Iowa. Iowa. They
1: lost to Iowa 75 62.
0: Iowa stomped them. And uh, EJ was just like non existent, like a little pressure defensively, and he's not even playing his game anymore. He's dribbling with his head down, but the same thing with Kofi, though. I will say this about Illinois, though. I noticed that, and we've noticed that Kofi, when it's a big game, Kofi, like. He's good to go. Like It has to be a huge game for him to get himself up for. And then he performs, but if it's anything less than that, you don't see that same effort. So we'll see. Maybe I just talk myself into being back, back on fence with it. them again. That's kind of how it happens. But these are the teams we're looking to fade in the tournament later on in this show. Also we're talk-
1: USC and Oregon. I hate the Pac-12. Yeah. The Pac-12. Fade the the Pac-12, 12 Pac-12. yeah, fade the entire Pac-12. I don't know. I kind of like Oregon. Except for Arizona.
0: Oh, I, just, I don't know if I love Arizona right now either.